Coaching in the NFL is changing. The old heads are currently being pushed out of the league for the new offensive minds and recent former players that turn coach. You know, hell, the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick, got dumped for Gerard Mayo, you know, for crying out loud. Um, let's stop and cheer on this take for a second to the fact that um, the first two hires of the cycle were African-Americans, right? Let's toast to that fact. Gerard Mayo and Antonio Pierce. You know, we talk about the Rooney Woo. Um, I call it the booty woo because um, it's full of you know what. But, um, you know, uh, listen, when change happens, you have to acknowledge change. We acknowledge the problem. Let's acknowledge the change within the problem as it's happening. You know, so salute to that. Dave Canales just got hired today for the Panthers job, head coaching job. You know, over other guys that could have been in that discussion. You know, Bill Belichick is still available. They are pushing Belichick out of the league. You know, uh, one of the greatest coaches of all time, to be exact, right? Let's not forget when the Broncos hired Sean Payton last year, that wasn't their first choice. It was D'Amico Rhines who got the job for the Texans. And look what the Texans did this year. I mean, you look around the league, we are being dominated by the LaFleurs, the McVeighs, the McDaniels, you know, the Kyle Shanahan's, you know, all those guys is dominating the league, the innovators, you know, defensively as well, the innovators defensively, you know, John Harbaugh, as I referenced earlier, was on his way out the door. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he adapted. That's the difference. He adapted to um, modern times. He got him some offensive innovators and defensive innovators in Todd Munkin and Mike McDonald's Stroud College to be able to have a system with Lamar Jackson to transform the way how offense is ran in the NFL. Mike Tomlin and Mike McCarthy are coaching on expiring contracts right now. Okay? And you know the Steelers don't fire nobody. Okay? We're talking about three coaches in the last 50 years. Okay? So for Mike Tomlin to be coaching on an expiring contract is very alarming. Folks, we are not in 1999 anymore. Okay? Look at Andy Reid. Look at Mahomes. He got Mahomes. He's still creative. One of the best play callers still in today's modern game. Okay, it's not 1999 anymore. Coaching is changing, and that's my take for 99 cents. Absolutely. And we are back here on the show, and it's going down. And speaking of coaching, coaching, we got to talk about this guy named Bill Belichick. You might have heard of him, right? If you watch the NFL, you know, one of the greatest coaches of all time. And Zach, before I pass this rock to you, and we really fully dive into this question, I just want to kind of like bridge what I just talked about in that segment clip that we done last week, you know, about the NFL changing, right? I forgot to mention guys like Pete Carroll. Get out here, old man. Go. Get up out of here. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to retire. We didn't even see that coming, right? I remember I saw, uh, 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 I think it was like a little list of guys who could potentially be out, and I saw that name, but even I posted in the chat. We was like, man, why is he on that list for? He ain't going nowhere. No. Get out here, old man. We're going in a different direction. Mike Vrabel, you know, maybe you could talk about the power struggle with him and the GM. Maybe that's the big reason for why, you know, he was sent packing. But get out of here, old man. You know, the league is changing. And now we get to Bill Belichick, and now we get to this question. So the question that we do have, Zach, and I pass it to you immediately, is the NFL done with Bill Belichick? So before I get into this, too, I'll bring up another point. Uh, from the championship games, you know, I know we just finished talking about that, but the years go by and a lot of things change with the NFL, you know, things evolve. 
The one constant, man, is that coaching matters. And all of these teams making these hires, they're crucial. Like these decisions are really going to affect uh, how they do, how these teams do going forward. And uh, I thought Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan were big reasons why their teams ended up uh, going to the Super Bowl. And you could say the opposite about John Harbaugh and Dan Campbell. But let's get into Bill Belichick. Um, so here's the thing, right? I'm. I thought it was very interesting that the Falcons owner Arthur Blank, like he wanted Bill Belichick, like that. That was reported everywhere. Like he made that clear. He wanted a big name head coach. I believe you brought it up uh, when we did the matchmaker segment too. That he's missed on some big name coaches in the past, right? Like he wanted uh, Bill Parcells, didn't get it. He was going big name hunting, and based on all the reporting that was coming out of this Belichick situation, it's that like the, the reports were saying that. Arthur Blank wanted Belichick, but the reason why they didn't hire him was because all of the people in Atlanta's front office knew that if they were going to bring Bill Belichick in, all of them were going to lose their jobs, basically, because we know Belichick, he runs his ship one way and one way only. He's the, the guy that runs everything. He's he's the Don. He's the president. And those people didn't want to lose their jobs. And I get why they felt that way. But it is interesting that Arthur Blank went with it and, and didn't bring him in. And with that being said, I do like the hire of Raheem Morris. You know, in a couple of weeks or w whenever the hires are made, we're going to, I'm sure on this show, grade all the hires. We're going to wait on that until uh, Washington and Seattle really uh, make their moves. But I think the Falcons did a good job hiring Raheem Morris. This is a guy that has some head coaching experience in the past. He was the coach of the Buccaneers, uh, replacing John Gruden about a decade ago, which is a really long time ago. And since then, this guy, if you look at his resume, has coached like every position on both sides of the ball. So he's done a good job of paying his dues. It's also interesting that back in 2020, when the Falcons uh, got rid of Dan Quinn, he was the interim coach and they didn't think back then he was good enough to keep. They let him go to the Rams and he did so much to build up and improve his reputation that Atlanta wanted him back. That included winning a Super Bowl. So I do like the Raheem Morris hire. For Atlanta, I also love the fact that he brought uh, the OC from the Rams with him, Zach Robinson. That that guy is the real deal. So I, I like what Atlanta did. But as for Bill Belichick, I do think that these teams. I don't think he's done. I I still think that he has a little bit more in the tank. Now, is it going to be this year? No. My official prediction is that he's going to go into TV, uh, and he's going to remind people that not only does he know a lot about the game of football, but Bill Belichick has a personality, right? Like the two times I could think of Bill Belichick in uh, like on the media and talking freely, you know, not we know his reputation, the grumpy old man when it comes to the media, you know, he doesn't like to give out a lot of information, but he was on college game day a couple of weeks ago during the army Navy game. And I think we saw like, he has personality. Like he, he's good on TV when it comes to things he cares about. And we know he cares about football. He also, I think 10 years ago or so when the NFL network did their top 100 players ever, he was featured on that and, and he was good. Like, I, I think he's going to do really well on TV. I think he's going to earn a lot of money. And I think the league is going to realize like, okay, this guy, I know everyone passed on him, but he's still Bill Belichick. Now, is it interesting to me that all of these teams passed on him? Yeah. I, I think all these teams want the modern young offensive mind. That's going to hopefully help develop their quarterback. But I just have a hard time believing that this is the way Bill Belichick is going to go out. Like we know how things ended with new England. We know 
that uh, the Tom Brady factor going to Tampa Bay, winning the Super Bowl his first year. I, I just can't see Bill going out like that. He's so close to Don Shula's record. Am I surprised he's going to be probably uh, taking this year off coaching? Yes. Was it a very interesting move by the Falcons when your owner literally wants him and you still don't hire him? Yeah, it's an interesting move, but I like to hire Raheem Morris. I think it's going to work out well for them. But man, I, I'm, I can't lie, man. When, when we got that news last week that the Falcons were going to be bringing in Raheem Morris, that was pretty surprising because that was really the only spot Belichick was linked to. He's, he wasn't interviewing anywhere else. So uh, yeah, just stunning news. But I don't think he's done. I would say no. Yeah, I think it's over for my guy, Bill Belichick. I think it's done. You know, uh, I explained why. You know, uh, in regards to the Atlanta gig, you know, uh, I think they made a very good decision going with Raheem Morris, you know, for that job. Sure, I thought that at one point I thought Belichick was going to be a Falcon even before they fired Arithmetic Smith, Arthur Smith. I call him Arithmetic just for y'all to know. Uh, I was like, all right, Belichick is going to probably go there. I just, you know, felt that way because I felt that Arthur Blank will be going big fish hunting. You know, uh, there's not a lot of good vibes and high octane energy coming out of that Atlanta organization. You know, they made that one chip. They blew it, ironically, to Bill Belichick and my Patriots. And they've never been back since and never been relevant since. So I thought that a move like this will put butts in seats. They will go for that type of move to really put butts in seats and um, give that team relevancy when you talk about the media and being a, a automatic, you know, uh, team that we talk about in the media. You know, why did we still talk about the Patriots after Tom Brady? Well, because you got the greatest coach of all time still coaching the team. And um, I thought they would have went for that. But they went for the more player relatable coach, a guy in Raheem Morris that has a strong connection with the players he coached with or coach, you know, for basically. And um, could relate to the players in ways that a guy like Bill Belichick, who is 70 plus years old, cannot relate to those players. And when you talk about the work that he did with Mac Jones, it's coming to bite him. You got to realize here, Zach, say what you want about Mac Jones. We can have our questions or, you know, uh, ifs, what ifs, whatever. But Mac Jones came into the league pro ready. He came from Nick Saban, one of the greatest coaches of all time in his own right, in his own sport, who retired, by the way. I don't find it ironic that he retires the year that Bill Belichick gets fired. You know, I don't believe in ironic stuff in the world. I think everything happens for a reason. I'll touch on that a little bit more in the back end on why he's probably done. But needless to say, Mac Jones came into the league pro ready to play football. He beat out a, a starting quarterback who almost won a championship who was very experienced, who had knowledge of the playbook. He beat that guy out, won the job his rookie year, uh, got to the playoffs in his rookie year, got to the Pro Bowl in his rookie year. Then what happened after that? Okay? I tell you what happened after that. Field development. Giving that guy a defensive coordinator to call offensive plays. Okay? Uh, the guy having to go outside of his system to get, you know, ideas on how to operate within the system, going to exterior forces outside the system. I never seen nothing like that before. That cannot happen, right? So he didn't have no faith in what Bill Belichick is doing. So now you get Bill Belichick in this current day and you try to match him to a job. You look at the Panthers prior to them hiring Dave Canales. Okay, they have an open vacancy. I'm going back in time. They have an open vacancy. Who would I rather? A guy in Bill Belichick who botched Mac Jones' career? Coaching Bryce Young, who I'm trying to revitalize his career, or would I go with the guy 
and Dave Canales, who resurrected one of the worst quarterbacks in football's career in Baker Mayfield, who actually had a career year this year. He actually looked decent. He looked like a starting quarterback this year. Made I thought he was Bowl. one of the worst quarterbacks in football. Today, congratulations to him. Made the Pro Bowl today. He made the Pro Bowl. You know, like, yeah, who would you rather? I would rather Dave Canales. So that's a job that's off the board now because he got hired. Great job, Carolina. I'll come back to y'all when we do our coaching gradings or whatever, right? So now you look at all these gigs and they're not opening anymore. Like the Chargers, okay. Yeah, I got Jim Harbaugh who wants to come here. The only thing this guy has done in his career was win. Of course, I'm chasing that big fish. Sorry, Bill Belichick. Scoot over. I'm going for Jim Harbaugh. And if I don't get Jim Harbaugh, I'm going for the better version of you, the more younger version of you in Mike Vrabel. Okay, because I'm good at math. I'm going for that guy. So you are down the pecking order. So when you talk about today in this modern game, the reason why I made that take I made is because the league is going in a different direction. They're going for more player-relatable players. And as Antonio Pierce continues to win games, as we have more D'Amico Ryans in the NFL that are coming in and over-exceeding expectations as a rookie, that's the direction that teams are going to continue to go. Not this old going back in time, going back into the 1999 playbook to get a 1999 coach to coach in 2024 and 25. It's not happening. So I don't think I think the league is done with this guy because he had his opportunity as great as he is. Respect, homage. I'm paying it. He's the greatest coach of all time, but he failed to adapt. And I come back for my second lap. So here's what I'll say. I agree with you about all of the Mac Jones stuff. Belichick definitely had a lot to do with basically ruining his development. I don't know what the Patriots ceiling would have been, but there's no doubt Mac Jones was on a decent uh, track record, made the Pro Bowl as a rookie. They get rid of Josh McDaniels, bring in Matt Patricia. We know the rest. We also know that Belichick, uh, his recent history as a drafter and and when it comes to personnel, hasn't been good. And and these are all the things that led to the downfall of the Belichick era in New England. But Lil, I got to tell you, man, I am still just absolutely shocked. Like, if you would have told me the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Buffalo Bills would win a combined one playoff game, and the Buffalo Bills beat the Steelers in a game we all knew they should have won. They there's they still haven't been back to the AFC Championship game since, uh, you know, 2020, uh, 2020 uh, Josh Allen's third year starting. Like, I don't, I still don't know how none of those coaches got fired. And all three, McCarthy, McDermott, Sirianni, are all back. I agree with you. If I'm a team like Carolina, if I'm a team like Atlanta, you could even put them into that conversation. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, You know, Washington, we'll see what they do at head coach. I'm sure Bobby Slowick from Houston, like, they want to develop quarterbacks. And sure, in that way, you don't want to hire Bill Belichick? Fine. But next year, man, like, there's a good chance all three of those jobs could open. You're telling me that Bill Belichick wouldn't be an, a massive upgrade over Mike McCarthy for a team like Dallas that's ready to win, that he wouldn't be a massive upgrade for a team like Philadelphia that's ready to win right now, or a team like Buffalo. Uh, they, you know, We spent all of last week talking about Sean McDermott and how the Buffalo Bills are ready to win, but he's the one thing holding this team back. I, I don't buy it. If you, want, if, if you want to tell me he's not good for developing a young quarterback, that's fine, and I think that's definitely why teams like Carolina didn't hire him. But, man... This is still a guy that is only a couple wins away from breaking Don Shula's record for the most wins ever. And I think we're going to see him on TV this year, and he's going to remind people why he's still that guy. And I don't think you, you, he will be coaching next year. I'm confident of that. He's not going out like this. I can't see it. 
I mean, hell, had he kept Tom Brady, he probably would have got the record that he's chasing from um Dom Shula or Don Shula. Hallelujah. If he had Tom Brady, but he ran him up out of there. I I'm Zach, I hate to do this. I hate to I kind of like to do it because that's just me. I'm a philosophical individual. So I do like to kind of like travel within the confines of the conversation we're having. I'm a philosophical dude. I believe in the laws of attraction. I do believe that there comes a time where whatever you've done in the world is going to come back to you. And we know Bill Belichick's history. We know the cutthroat, you know, lifestyle of Bill Belichick. This guy has no fear. He has no soul. How many guys he cut? Before the Super Bowl or did dirty, you know, even Tom Brady down to the guy that really made his career. Didn't even give him a proper, you know, uh, departure. Like, get up out of here, Tom Brady. You old. No, Bill Belichick, I just want a Super Bowl. You old. Okay, excuse me. I could still play if I wanted to. I think those things comes back. And it came back this year. It came back to bite Bill Belichick. I'm a firm believer of that. Uh, what's done in the dog gonna come to the light. And he's done so many dark things to people, and I think it's coming back. And I think when you talk about those jobs, we have to realize why didn't he get this Panthers, excuse me, this Atlanta job? Because he wanted power. You know, once he got that power, he's not leaving without that power. It's synchronizing his ego. So if there's going to be an organization that's not only going to hire him as a coach, but give him the type of power he's looking for, I'm not sure who those organizations are I that mean, will bro, do that. Like, like, do, like, we literally spoke about it last week that Sean McDermott is the guy holding Buffalo back. Like, even if you have to give him some personnel control, like, isn't that worth it for a team like Buffalo who, when it's clear that their head coach is holding them back? A team that is ready to win, a team that has the quarterback. You can't tell me the Eagles would be in a worse spot with Bill Belichick than Nick Sirianni. Like, that, come on, Mike McCarthy. I mean, it, it, it depends because you got to realize, too, that with Bill Belichick comes not only – his require his requirement of power, but certain offensive coordinations, you know, coordinators coming with him, like Josh McDaniels. You know, Bill Belichick is a guy that hasn't adapt. The league has passed him by. And if you hire a guy like that, Josh McDaniels is probably coming because he's gonna pick his staff. I'm not I mean, trying to mess up the fabric Patricia, of my right? team. I'm just they not had Matt Patricia. Yeah, they, uh, is like who wants to have Matt Patricia on their roster? Who wants to have Josh McDaniels on their roster? I don't. So there's the lack of adaption that comes when you talk about a guy like Bill Belichick. No, sorry. Get out of here, old man. You're done. telling me, bro, like if the Buffalo Bills don't make the Super Bowl next year, like what are they going to do? Bring Sean uh, McDermott back for another year? And, and You know and you know what's funny? Because it's actually going to fall into my next lap. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I don't think Bill Belichick is going to be the only popular coach that's probably going to be available. Mike Tomlin might be in that same category. He's coaching on an expiring contract. Zach, I want you to hear me out real quickly here in regards to Mike Tomlin. That's another guy who's coaching in 1999 right now. I mean, they just hired um Arthur Smith, Arithmetic Smith is what I call him, right? Literally a pointless hire because he's only going to modify their strengths and not improve their weaknesses. They already won the football. They're going to run the football more. They already do it more, right? He doesn't improve them. And uh, listen, Art Rooney came out. With a statement. And I want to compare it to New England. Because Art Rooney came out today. I'm not sure if he peeped the post. But he said that he had enough with playoff failures. And it's funny because Robert Kraft said the same thing two years ago. Okay? He said, in quote, it bothers me that the Patriots haven't won a playoff game in three years. These coaches, get these um, owners get tired. When they're known for winning, they get tired of losing. The same thing that 
Robert Kraft said two years ago is what Art Rooney's saying today. Eventually, I, I may be wrong because, you know, they don't fire nobody. But eventually, maybe Mike Tomlin is available. He coaches out his contract. He doesn't get extended. Now he's available. Would you rather Mike Tomlin or would you rather Bill Belichick? I'm pretty I, I sure rather, Mike Tomlin is more popular than Bill Belichick. So, I would rather take Bill Belichick, honestly. I take the guy. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of, I agree. I agree. But I don't think that's going to happen that way because I think, you know, Tomlin is a popular guy, more popular. But I would agree with you. I would take Belichick over Mike Tomlin. I would agree with you there for sure. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I just I, I think this guy is going to go on TV. I, I think he's going to really show people that even though his reputation is what it is, the grumpy old curmudgeon, I like watch. I don't know if you caught it, but like watch him on college game day talking about the Army Navy game. Like yeah. he was he, he showed his he the helmet on and all that yeah. doing um Caruso. I forgot this guy name. Oh, my God. Corso. Lee Corso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing his job. Yeah, I mean, look, he's an entertaining guy outside of. When he's talking to the media about football, we know that. But I think when you take a year off at your age of 70, it's different from taking a year off at 50 and 40. You know, like Cliff sure. Kingsbury could take a year off. You know, all those guys could take a year off. But you're 70, bro. Like, I think it's just a totally different thing to expect him to just come back after next after this year or next year and coach football again. Like, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. Do you think – it's going to get to a point where he just isn't going to want to coach or yeah, I, I think it's going to get to that point where he's doing the broadcasting thing, you know, and you know, he's not dealing with the headaches of what a coach brings, you know, and he's going to realize that chair is a little bit more comfortable than he thought when he sits in that chair with the newspaper, with the dog right next to him and little Belichick is sitting next to him and family time, you know, he's going to fall for that lifestyle. I just think it's totally different at that age of 70 compared to a guy in his 50s it's a totally different thing so that makes sense the only counters i'll have though is the record and yeah. be the tom brady factor I, I i can't bro i cannot see him going out like this i really I can't mean, unless like, he links up with josh allen which you throw out there or a elite quarterback i don't think that record is happening bro with all due respect i mean okay well we can have our debates on that but like i think one of these teams dallas philly Buffalo. How about Jacksonville? What if they miss the playoffs next year? You think he'd want to coach Trevor Lawrence? That that seems like a pretty appealing job to me. Like this, it's funny, man. This this was actually. I mean, you want to have Ben Johnson available again? So this was actually going to be my take for ninety nine cents, but I'll I'll throw it out here now because we're on the topic. This year in the NFL, I feel like when it came to the hiring cycle, the stories were oh, there are so many great candidates out there. From Bill Belichick to Mike Vrabel to Jim Harbaugh to Ben Johnson, right? We're, we hit on all of them. And it's crazy that not all of them even got hired. But I feel like that was the storyline. Like, there were a lot of jobs like Carolina, like Washington, uh, like Tennessee that weren't necessarily the most attractive. But there were a lot of really attractive candidates. I think next year is going to be the opposite. I think Philly, Dallas, Buffalo – if, if any of those teams don't at least reach their conference championship game, all three of those coaches are going to be gone. I mentioned Jacksonville. That's an attractive job. If they don't win playoff games, Doug Peterson's going to be gone. The Jets, that's a team with the head coach on the hot seat with Robert Sala. If they don't win multiple playoff games, he's going to be gone. And I know Aaron Rodgers is getting old, but I feel like someone would at least want to come to New York, have the opportunity to coach him. I, I think this cycle was about the candidates and the big name guys, Belichick, Harbaugh, Vrabel, Ben Johnson. 
Next year's the opposite. It's about the teams and how good the situations might be. And that's why I think guys like Belichick, guys like Vrabel are going to take this year off and have their uh, choose of the best picks next year. I mean, look, you said it. You know, you still got Ben Johnson, Mike Vrabel. You got Brian Flores available. You're going to have Eric Bieniemy. I'm not sure if he's getting the job. You know, uh, maybe next year is the year. You, you're going to have more pools like of guys, you know, that's going to come. Maybe guys that get fired who could potentially be a big name, like I told you, Mike Tomlin, potentially. You know, maybe Mike McCarthy gets another job. Let's say Dak Prescott has, like, an MVP year, but they fall in the playoffs. Maybe he gets another job. There's going to be guys that's going to be still coaching or not coaching, but still coaching in a way, whether it's defensive coordination, may not be head coaching, that's going to have an opportunity, like Bill Belichick. So um, maybe he gets a job. Maybe in 2025. I'm not sure if I was a better man. I think he's done. You know, but we could agree to disagree on that. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question. 